Welcome. I'm Kevin Miller, and this podcast is called Self Helpful because not all self help is helpful. I'm your curator, critic, and translator of the best and brightest minds in the self help world today. 6 Keys to Being the Fullest You and Why You Need to Get Away I'm betting you would benefit from a getaway. It might be a couple hours or an afternoon, maybe a day, maybe a few days. But here's the thing. Everyone who knows you will benefit too. Your family, your coworkers, your employees. Chances are they desperately need you to get out and fill up some so they get more than the dregs. This is a quick message that I may actually be more qualified to offer than nearly anyone you know. The Self-Helpful Podcast was founded by the Zig Ziglar Corporation. If you're a coach or consultant and want to add credibility, clients, and impact to your business, go to Ziglar.com. Friends, this podcast exists to help you find and understand the guidance and counsel that you specifically need that will help you elevate your personal experience of life and the way you show up for others. Following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you six keys to being the fullest you and why you need to get away. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Well, friends, it is Tuesday night as I sit here and record. I don't do this that often, but I was out of town on a rare business trip for a few days. It's actually a podcasting convention and I'm behind on shows and I'm up late after the youngest kiddo is in bed getting some urgent things done because tomorrow I leave early in the morning to drive about an hour and a half away and meet 13 other guys and we're going to go mountain bike ride, do a really great trail here in Colorado that's down south enough and lower elevation enough that doesn't have snow like most of the places here do. And we're going to mountain bike, do a ride. Then we're going to meet in town, have some lunch. Then we're actually going to go do another ride and just uh, totally spend ourselves. And then we're going to have uh, dinner and drinks together. A lot of the guys will come back home. I'm actually going to stay in a hotel and man, kick my feet up, read a book, sit down by the river, probably sip some good wine and uh, take some personal time. I'm going to have a slow morning, have some good coffee, probably think and write a bit. And then I'll get back home in time to take one of my kids to an appointment at one o'clock. And it is something that fills me up. So here's six points about that six keys. One, you can always pour out some drops 
but not a full glass. So I've often been, uh, I've done it myself and I've said, Hey, you just can't pour out, you know, what you don't have within side. You. you can't pour anything out if you're totally empty. And, and actually that's, that's wrong. It falls kind of on deaf ears because we know that no matter what, we're going to pour out what we need to. We're going to get up in the morning. We're going to do what we need to do for our family if we've got that or for our work or whatever. We're going to get something out. But it's not a full glass. It's not a full pitcher, however you want to look at it. It's just some drops. And we do that over and over. And over time, we get exhausted. We get bitter. We get frustrated. We're not doing it with a grateful attitude. Man, I've done that for so, so, so long. So you can pour out some drops always, but don't you want to pour out a full glass? Don't you know somebody in your life who, when you meet them, they just got so much to pour out and you're probably going to think, yeah, but they don't have X, Y, Z that I do. And I'm going to push back a little bit on that in a second. Number two, entertainment and relief is not what we're talking about here. I had a message given to me a long time ago that relief, you know, at the end of the day, kick your shoes off, watch some TV, have a bag of chips, whatever. And man, I, I like that too. I really do. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about getting a way to do something that is renewal. That's restoration. It really inspires you again, man. I, I dig relief. Most people are doing that every night in front of a screen. We're going to do that. This is something different. Uh, you want to, you, you don't finish that relief feeling inspired. You don't jump up and go, man, I feel great. You're usually like toast and ready to go to bed. And that's what it is. This is something different. This is you taking some time to do something that's going to fill you up. Number three, what is that? What gives you energy? If you listen to my shows, part two with every guest that I do, values, motives, habits, the last question I ask them is, what do you do for you that fills you up? And we're looking really for non-productive stuff because a lot of us, man, my work fills me up. My family fills me up. I mean, those are great things. But what gives me energy that doesn't have some productive means to an end on it? Like that, I'm going mountain biking tomorrow. I'm not winning a trophy. It's not a race. Uh, some of the, you know, some of the guys, we may push each other and some, we may just back off and enjoy the scenery. We're going to be at an incredible, well, we're going to be in Canyon, Canyon city, Colorado. If you've ever been there, the Royal Gorge there, it's beautiful. And it gives me energy. It's not productive. I had Michael Hyatt on the show not long ago. And he says, honestly, his non-productive times ultimately lead to the most productive times. So there is a payoff. I mean, a big payoff, but the, the thing in and of itself really looking for something that's not so productive and it may exhaust you. I'm going to end the day pretty spent physically, but man, emotionally, I'm going to, I'm going to be pushing myself. I'm not going to be thinking about worries and concerns. I'm hopefully not even going to be thinking about new ideas. I'm just going to be there on the trail with the guys having fun. I'll be in flow and I do really hold that up. If there's something that you do, it would be good to find something that you can invest in that you have some mastery in, uh, that you can get into a flow state. If you've never experienced that, you may have some discovery to do. So I realize that I'm saying this and some people go, dude, I, I don't know anything. I've never done anything. I've never really been involved. I haven't had a hobby and interest. I just kind of do my thing. I did school. I do work. I understand that. Um, and this could be a time to try some things. Go try uh, you know, mountain biking, try crocheting, try gardening, try dancing. I don't know what it is. There's a, there's a whole long list. I should probably have provided a list. Wouldn't that be good of me? I didn't do that. Um, if you're really stuck on that one, email me. K Miller at Kevin Miller.co. 
kmiller at kevinmiller.co, uh, and I'll make a list. Um, but you may need to you might need to revisit childhood and some things that were meaningful then, or you may need to find something new. Maybe some ask some friends, ask some inspired people in your life what they do to fill themselves up. Number four. You need to get to know you as well, though. And I would really, really encourage you to make some personal alone time as a part of this. Now, I am going out with these guys. Um, but then at the end of the evening, I'm going to go off by myself and I am going to then spend the next morning alone. I was uh, recently, not that long ago, actually, I did a five day trip to Mexico with some of these same guys. Uh, and every day we had blocked time just alone. Even if you want to be with some other guys, go take some time alone. So we specified that. And there are a lot of times, the last time I did it was actually my birthday. So last uh, would have been three months ago. And I took three days and I didn't even go that far away. It was like 30 minutes away from my home, but I was down in elevation. Again, a kind of a warmer place near some trails that I like. I got an Airbnb, just an inexpensive one, and took three days just totally alone. Didn't talk to a person. Part of my goal was to see how little I could talk. <laughs> and uh, But get to know you. Get to know you. This is part of becoming friends with you. This is the first part of relationship health is your relationship with yourself. And a lot of us can go for years, decades, our entire life without really spending time just with us. And it may not always be fun. I've talked with people, some people even that I know close to me who said, man, it wasn't that fun. I want to be with other people. I get that. I get that. Um, You need some alone time. I'm somebody who likes being alone, admittedly, and I need the opposite. Kevin, you need to go be with some people. My wife's really stoked that I go on these trips with some guys and I'm be, I'm with people because she doesn't like, she gets fearful if I'm isolated and I can stay by myself. So we all need to be, you know, step out of that comfort zone a little bit. Number five, it is something to budget. And when I talk about this, when we talk about self-care and doing something for yourself, everybody tends to think for some reason about the person that they know who takes way too much time, an exorbitant amount of personal time and neglects work or neglects family. Oh yeah, Bob's always off hunting, man. And you know, his wife and kids are left at home and they have that story. And so they, they don't do that. Use it as an excuse to, don't, to not do that. And it doesn't make sense. I mean, we probably all know somebody who devotes all their time to making money, right? What well, doesn't make us decide to not make any money? but we don't maybe invest as much time in that. Most of you listening though, don't take any time, zero or very, very little. And if you do, you feel guilty about it. You know what? I'm sitting here writing this thing or speaking this thing. I'm going to add another one. I said six, here's a bonus one. I'm going to stick it in before I even get to number six. And it is that don't feel guilty. That is the biggest enemy to this is don't feel guilty. That's going to be the thing that's going to creep up to you. You're going to feel like, oh, it's a luxury to do something for myself. I still think that some, it still is natural. It may always go away. I just now am wise enough and experienced enough to shut it down and reject it and go, no, 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 no. This is an investment in everybody in my life. In my life, investing in me is an investment in them. um, And they know it. Don't feel guilty. That's your bonus. Number six then is about that. They will see the benefit. This trip I'm taking right now, I've already been out of town. It's going to infringe on my wife. She'll have to do some extra one running around. And she works, by the way. Um, she has she has a job that she's uh, started not long ago. Uh, something that is an investment in herself. But she'll have to she'll have to move some things around. It'll infringe on some of my kids, and yet they know it makes me better for them. To the point that they sometimes will implore me, "Daddy, go take off, go do something." Um, you'll 
you'll be happier when you get back. I mean, they see that. I love that they see that now because they've seen the benefit. A lot of you, the people around you may not, you may get flack from them uh, about affording the time. They don't know that you will be better for it. Now don't use that as a pressure to think, oh my gosh, I got to come back and be super happy. That's, it may take a while too. You may go away and it's uncomfortable and you don't come back better day one. This is a long-term investment, okay? Um, Ultimately, it will add up to making you a fuller person and other people will see that. And I've seen with my family specifically and friends, honestly, it's really impacted some of my friends as time has gone on. It inspires them to see me pursue what inspires me. That again is not non-productive. And this is a last point that's still part of number six there is we're talking again about something that inspires you, not an achievement, Most people are going to, again, they they get focused on achievement. I am so achievement focused myself. This is something that just gives you energy and inspires you. All right, friends, that was a short segment. I could talk about that for an hour, but I want to keep it short, keep it brief. You might want to go back and then listen to each point and take some notes and think about that. You might also feel a need and you'll find a benefit in talking with someone close to you, especially if you do have a significant other or a spouse and you need to talk this through with, let them listen to this. And the great thing would be to also offer that to them. Say, hey, let me do this. And then you go away or you go away first and then I'll do it and trade up. My wife and I started doing that many, many uh, years ago go. Um, but maybe you might need to sit down and think through. I have a, a good friend close to me. It was such a big deal for him to do this, to actually just go away and do something for himself. He hadn't done that in, since he got married. So I realized it can be a big deal, but friends, I just tell you, and it should be a testimony to listen to my guests who I ask this question to and how they generally have some things, some specific things that they do just for them. I'll tell you though, the happiest, most inspired, most productive, most contributing people I know have near and dear things that they do that aren't productive in and of themselves. They're not achievement focused. It's just to inspire them. So I hope this uh, gives you something to think about and convicts you to give it a try. And maybe you're doing it already. And I hope this convicts you to gives you permission to do it maybe more or just to feel better about it. And I think we're all going to generally fight that aspect of maybe feeling guilty about it, thinking it's a luxury and it's not as a necessity for you to be full. You can always pour out the dregs. I can too. But if we're going to be full, this is a key, key, key aspect of it. Thank you for tuning into the Self-Helpful Podcast, where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends. 